T to classify yes, as three letters. Cause our history guys, we got Eric, Ellie, who else? We got Brian, listen every time, you know it's gonna be some drive. Everybody certified, it's pocket rock, ain't tell no lies. You really my lose your mind, can only put this in your time. Your favorite podcast for all things Washington Commanders. That's going to take some time to get used to saying, but we are here. Everybody listening to us on audio, as you know, you are my favorite platform. Shout out to you all. Everybody watching us on YouTube. Glad to have you. Good to see us again. Right, guys? Eric, how are you, man? Man, I'm doing great. Outstanding. That might be a lie, but I'm going to fake it for tonight. <laughs> fake it till you make it right. or till you break it. Brian, how's it going, man? Great. We're in full off-season mode. Mock drafts and uh, rumors, all kinds of things. I'm doing good. Yes, this is, if you're a Washington fan, our favorite time of the year. Also, probably our most successful time of the year. <laughs> Just because things don't go as well for us on the field as we like. But tonight, we are going to talk free agents. No, no, no. Not the ones that we got to go out and get. The ones that we got to keep. Our free agents from last year. Um, going into this season, who will no longer be with us if we do not re-sign them. Uh, we're going to kick it off, Eric, with Brandon Sheriff. Should we keep him? Talk to me about Brandon. Brandon Sheriff will be a Bengal in 2022. <laughs> if they have a half a brain, they're going to go throw the throw the brinch truck at that dude because Joe Burrow can't get killed like that anymore. they got to get all the offensive line they can. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be back next year. I wouldn't re-sign him. I love him as a player. I'm glad for everything. I love everything that he's ever done here. But the price tag, his age, and his injury history, it's piling up. And I think that it's time for this football team to move on. I think he's got something left in the tank, but I don't think he's going to do full seasons anymore. And the amount of money that he's going to be commanding, let somebody else pay that. Um, you know, I think we've got depth behind him, and I think we can draft. I think it's time to, you know, you're not going to replace him, but I think it's time to move on from Brandon Sheriff. Yeah, he's a very good guard in this league, one of the better guards in this league. But the saga has just run its course. Let's move on. I agree with you. Brian, this might be a little bit of a softball, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Softball. Brian Fitzpatrick is a ah. free agent. Where are you going with this one? Uh, he needs to go. He needs to go to wherever it is that uh, he wants to go. If he wants to go to Buffalo, since uh, he was there for that playoff game without a shirt on, acting as if uh, he had no injuries at all, let him go there. Um, it didn't work out here. He he didn't look good in training camp, got injured in the first game. It is what it is. Um, the, that has run its course. We need to find our own guy, our guy, whoever that is by a trade or draft. Um, but no, there's no value in uh, hanging on to him. Uh, it's just another uh, recipe for eight wins, seven wins, six wins uh, if he's here. Uh, yeah, maybe a few more touchdowns, but it, it's it's not going to do anything for us. So move on. I got to be honest with you. The uh, the no shirt in January and Buffalo thing, not that impressive. Did you see all that chest hair? He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a sweater. Like I he's, my, he's my people. Yeah. It's like I've got the same. I'm good in the next ice age. I'm just like, so it's not that impressive. <laughs> I tell you what, if you listen to our Ryan Fitzpatrick declassified episode or our free agency episode from last year, both Eric and I said, what are we doing signing this guy? <laughs> Uh, we don't need him back at all. Negative. All right. John Bostic is uh, a free agent too. And I'll tell you what, 
when we drafted Jamin Davis, I was so happy because we were going to finally replace John Bostic. And then last year happened. <laughs> so look, this is a no for me, but it's not as obvious as a no as it was going into last season, thinking about the future. Um, John Bostic, will, if anything, he knew where to be. And man, did we find out how important that was this year, just playing with instincts. Even if he's not that great, he added a lot of value to the defense. Was it enough to get us over the hump? Absolutely not. But, uh, you know, hat off to, to John Bostic. I don't want to bring him back, but I do understand what he brought to this defense after having suffered through last season. Yeah, I would agree with that. You got to replace him still, even though yeah. not with himself. But, yeah, you have to replace him because Jamie Davis ain't here. Absolutely. Not in the middle. Not in the middle. Eric, Cam Sims, talk to me. Yeah, you need Cam Sims back. I don't see why you wouldn't bring him back. Um, he's one of those bottom-of-the-roster wide receivers that is a special teams guy. Um, he knows the offense. He can mentor young guys. He can perform in a pinch. He's you know he's done it throughout his career. He's made some big catches. He's not going to be a superstar. He's not going to command top-five receiver money. I don't see any reason not to bring him back. Um, but if they don't bring him back, we'll move on. I think we'll be all right. But I, I – think he's a decent I think he's a decent candidate to return I, I would bring him back yeah absolutely the uh I think if you think about Cam Sims like this like a lot of people are disappointed he's not a number two or he couldn't step up to be a number two if you think about Cam Sims like this as a fourth option fifth option is he better than the other team's third corner fourth corner fifth corner and I say yes he absolutely is and in that regard him playing on all special teams, his run blocking, I think that's probably uh, you know the value that he's got there. Is he going to ever be a number two? No, but he's a he's a glue guy, right? He's a he's a guy you tell him to go run through the wall, he'll do it for you. So here's the deal, and I I want to agree with you, but the team doesn't use him, even though he's moderately successful when he's in the game. They don't put him in the game. I don't understand that. So for his sake. I would hope we don't bring him back. I hope he has a better opportunity to try to be successful somewhere else because what's the point of being here if you're going to be relatively talented but never on the field when it matters? So, um, And look, I was never a believer in Cam Sims. I, I just didn't see anything. But now I think I'm starting to understand that it's, it's more the system and the coaching staff that are holding him back more than maybe it is his talent himself. Or maybe there's something in practice that they see that they don't like. But for some reason, that dude don't play. I don't get it. Uh, Eric, I mean, Brian, excuse me, Cornelius Lucas. What are you doing with our tackle here? Oh, I'm bringing him back. I think he is one of the better swing tackles uh, in the game right now. I mean, he can start for you and you not really kind of have a, you know, an issue with him. He, he started, I think, the last eight games of the 2020 season at left tackle and I mean, we, we really didn't have any kind of issues with him. There weren't any kind of glaring um, mistakes or anything like that. Uh, this year, he filled in on the right side when Cosme went down again. We didn't really notice kind of a drop off. Um, he is excellent. He's big. He's physical. Uh, obviously, Matsko loves him because he trusts him to uh, to be that swing tackle. That is an important position um, to have that first guy up um, uh, at the tackle position. Resign him because if Cosme, I mean, we hope Cosme can stay healthy uh, next year, but we don't know that uh, judging by his rookie year. And uh, Leno, Leno was pretty durable, but he is getting older. So uh, there's potential there for him to possibly go down. And then who do you have? Um, you know, no name guys off the street. 
no, sign Cornelius Lucas. You've got to have a swing tackle that you can throw in there to start at a moment's notice. Sign him. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said. I don't like him as a starter, though, but as depth and a rotational guy at a swing tackle, I'm all in for sure. For Ty and Secchi. Yes, absolutely. All right, J.D. McKissick, I'm going to take this one. Um, uh, yeah, this is an absolute yes. This is a must bring back, uh, especially in Scott Turner's offense. When we signed him, I was like, meh. Now, I'm, now I see the vision. <laughs> My eyes have been open. Uh, we need this guy. We need him. We need him big time in our run game and in our passing game. He is such a difference maker for us. So all in, bring back J.D. McKissick. Eric, are we bringing back Bobby McCain? You know, that's a tough one. Um, he played a lot better towards the end of the year. Um, so I saw I really hated him to start the year because he was just constantly getting torched for the first at least half of the season, probably two-thirds of the season. Um, he picked up his play towards the end of the year. He kind of figured out his role in the defense. So, yes, had a reasonable offer. But if you can replace him, replace him. If you can't, then I have no problem bringing him back. I just would rather not him be the starting safety. See, that's my only problem with Bobby McCain is I fear that the, this coaching staff views him as a starter. Yeah. And, and, and hey, as a depth guy, as a backup guy, I, I'm all for it. Sign him, bring him back. But as a starter, I just I don't, I don't want to see that again. Yeah, and by the way, uh, YouTube loves Bobby McCain. Brian <laughs> put out a video about free agents we shouldn't bring back. Bobby McCain was one of them. Or, you know, you had said that Bobby McCain hadn't had a great year. And there were so many comments saying that Bobby McCain was not a bad player and that he absolutely had a good year. So if you're watching this and you're one of those folks, shout out to you, but we don't agree. <laughs> that was all Bobby McCain's family. That they, they commented <laughs> all in say, like, I, can't, I can see people thinking he's not a bad player, but to say he didn't have a bad year, that's I don't know what they were watching. He was really bad for the first 10 games. I mean, he was just constantly getting torched. So maybe, maybe it was, you know, I, maybe we don't know football enough. And some other people are smarter than we are, but I mean, the, the two are a lot of wide open guys. Yeah. The, the two interceptions uh, against Jake from at the end of the year, don't make up for all the stuff that he did at the beginning of the year. Like it just, it, it's, it's not enough. Right. Absolutely. All right. Stick with you, Brian, Adam Humphreys. Oh, move on from him. Um, his contribution uh, was minimal, if anything. Um, he had a couple of nice third down catches throughout the year, but we drafted a guy in Dax Milne um, to be Adam Humphreys, uh, to be that um, you know prototypical slot corner, um, a guy who can get separation quickly to provide a you know a quick open target for the quarterback. Use him. Played uh, Dax Milne. Uh, Adam Humphreys really, you know, he, I think a lot of it was because he had a rapport with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's not coming back. No need to have um, Humphreys. Let's develop our young guys. It's a problem that uh, through any coaching staff, we haven't really developed young guys. Get Dax Milne in there, let throw them the football. So uh, move on from Humphreys. Yeah, I tend to agree. I'm with you. I like Milne. He's taking away opportunities from younger guys, yeah. especially if, if we're going to be just a marginal team like we were last year. What's the point of playing guys like Adam Humphreys if it's not going to get you anywhere? So, you know, if he's a difference maker between us contending and not contending, OK, but I don't know that we can guarantee that we're going to be there next year. So give the young guys a shot. Yeah, I think Humphreys will probably have better opportunities next year to go to a different team. Uh 
that, yeah, I think he's he'll probably be better off leaving here too because he didn't get the looks that he probably was expecting either. So mm-hmm. I think it's a mutual parting of ways. Should be fine with that. Absolutely. Danny Johnson. Okay. Backup corner, rotational corner. He came in at the end of the year and played pretty well for us, to be honest with you. Um, I just wonder, because of his special team's prowess and um, you know what he showed at the end of the year, if he's not going to cost a little more than what you want to pay for a guy like Danny Johnson. Still, I'm going to bring him back. He's been with us. He's been in our development system. We don't have enough of those guys. So I want to keep those kind of guys in-house and see what we have, see how far he can go. So I'm keeping Danny Johnson. Eric, Ricky Seals-Jones. Ricky Seals-Jones. Um, I will make him an offer and let him take it or leave it. Um, he he, may, he had some moments last year. He tended to make really hard catches look easy and really easy catches look hard. <laughs> um, and with the way that um, – oh, what's his name? The young guy, John Bates, John Bates. Urged kind of at the end of the yeah. year with Logan Thomas coming back. I think Ricky Seals Jones could have a spot on this team, but I don't think we need to like break the bank to uh, to bring. I don't think he's a must-have. I think he's kind of like Humphreys, where he can probably get. He probably played himself maybe a better offer next year from another team that he can help. Uh, I think that he would just be taking snaps away from John Bates and whoever else we have, you know, as a younger player. So I I wouldn't have a problem bringing him back, but I you know I could take him or leave him. So make him a you know one-year offer, same as he got this year, and see if he takes it. Yeah, I thought you were going to say making him offer he can't refuse. And I was like, hey, no. that's a little it, much. Yeah. Offer that he can absolutely refuse and let him refuse. <laughs> Plus, you know, he has that injury concern when he got hurt against the Eagles uh, the last home game of the season. Brian, DeAndre Carter, our return specialist. Absolutely sign him back just for his return uh, ability, his return role. Like, he locked down punt return and kick return for us uh, this year. I mean, I, I was happy with the production that he gave us. He did take, um, I think it was a kick return uh, back for a touchdown. It was only one, but he took it back and we haven't had, you know, it's been a revolving door at the uh, return position for us. So I think he fits. Um, he likes it here. Like, sign him. Um, I, I don't really think he gives us much uh, in way of a uh, receiver. I think he is, you know, he's down there with Cam Sims in terms of uh, a receiver, but uh, mainly he is a good, solid returner. Sign him back. Yeah, and I think with the health of Curtis Samuel and hopefully the development of Diami Brown, yeah, Carter's receiving opportunities are going to start to fade. They just are. Now, I will say, in the return game, he started off great. I was not overly excited by the end of the year with what he was giving us in the return game. He was better than what we've had recently, but that's not really the measuring stick. You know what I mean? Um, So he was effective. I just didn't see enough explosive plays from him in the return game. But he was exciting enough for me to want to give him another year as an opportunity. So I would definitely bring him back as well. He's not a liability as a returner. Yeah, that's a good thing. Like, you know. If he gives you an explosive play, that's a bonus. But if he doesn't, if he puts you in a position where you have the ball and he's not a liability, then that's good enough for me. Yeah. And the only the only thing that would stop me from that is if Dax Milne shows something in the return game in preseason or something like that and in the offseason to where I feel like huh? (laughs) You guys really like Dax Milne. More than we should. (laughs) I don't know what's how we're watching last year. I'm sure he's fine. Maybe he'll be better, but he's still 
So. It's Ashburn syndrome. This is our yeah. guy. This is our Lake Seas drunk, man. Let us have this. Okay. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to give you Kyle Allen. He's a restricted free agent. Um, Nah. Uh, I mean, I think he'll be back just because he's a restricted free agent. I don't see anybody trading for him. Um, so I think we make him an offer. He comes back as like the number three quarterback or, you know, he's going to compete for the backup job. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, if he was an unrestricted free agent, I would not bring him back. He's restricted. So he'll probably end up here anyway. So sure. Do you think even, uh, he would even come back to be like the third guy? Like, uh, I mean, he's got to know just like Heineke, we're going to get somebody else, right? Whether it's draft or vet, like who else is going to make him an offer? Like who's going to try to pry him away from us? So. I mean, I think he would come back because I don't think he's going to have a lot of options. I could be wrong. I mean, he could go, you know, be a backup in Minnesota or Miami or something like that. I have no yeah, idea. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's. it's better to probably be a number two than in here, a number three. Um, but uh, I was just curious because uh, I can't imagine he thought this year he was going to be a uh, third guy or anything like that. So, yeah, we'll just see if anybody's beating on the door. Like, if somebody wants to offer a trade, I'll take whatever they're giving us because, I mean, He's not going to be here the next year, so might as well get something for him. Absolutely. He's probably not going to see the field unless it's a disaster. And I don't even dislike – I really didn't like him last year, like coming into last year. I wasn't a big fan of his. Um, but after watching Taylor Heineke all year, I was like, yeah, we could probably use Kyle Allen in here a little bit. <laughs> and uh, keep in mind – He's you know, making NFL throws consistently. So. Yeah. yeah, NFL arm at least. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he wasn't really healthy all year last year either. He had that ankle problem that was bothering him in the in the quarter and a half or whatever it was that we saw him actually play in. He was not moving right. Um, I'm going to be in the minority here. I would totally bring him back. I'd, I'd rather him come back and just be a pure backup than a Heineke who – and hear me out because I know that sounds crazy, but number one, like Eric said, he can make NFL throws, at least the majority of them. Number two – if we get a rookie, if we get a rookie, I don't want Taylor Heineke as the backup because I don't want fans with this hyperbole about Taylor Heineke going crazy. The rookie makes a bad throw. Oh, see, put Heineke in. Why we got this rookie? Get him out of here. Let's have Kyle Allen, who nobody likes, nobody's thinking about, and let the rookie develop. Now, if we get a veteran, then I don't really care that much, but I just don't want what's always happened to all of our quarterbacks to happen to the next quarterback of our franchise where fans love the backup and don't give the the rookie a chance if we go yeah. that route. Yeah, you'll, you're will you going to hear it no matter what. I mean, if, if yeah. the rookie makes a bad throw, you're going to hear, why did we get rid of Heineke? You know, Heineke. So, <laughs> yeah. I like what Heineke brings as a backup because unlike Allen, he has shown that he can come off of the bench cold and make plays and he could leave the team for a start or two. And really, Allen hasn't you know, when he's gotten the opportunity, he's like immediately gotten hurt or something bad has happened. So I'd rather have Heineke as the primary backup next year, just because of he can, he can come in cold and make plays. I'm also hoping to bring in Colt McCoy back too. So, <laughs> Ellie, you, you know, fans are going to be calling for the backup always. I mean, you got fans still talking about Kirk Cousins and Colt McCoy and RG3, like guys that you know haven't even been here in years. So it's it's only natural. So our only hope is that whoever we do get, they play well, so that that we don't even hear any of that noise. That's the hope, but with the rookie, especially, it's up and down. And you know who's still talking about RG3? RG three, yeah, <laughs> he's always talking. About it. <laughs> That's the constant. That'll never not happen. <laughs> right, I'm, Joey Sly is also a free agent. Sign him day one. Oh yeah, make him the first free agent we sign. He was a very consistent kicker. Big five leg. year deal. 
give him thirty three year deal for all I can. want a stretching plan though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Loosen up those hammies because he <laughs> he didn't cut it last year. Um. All right. Troy Apke, Brian, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, I would have already let him go last year. Um. This year, absolutely let him go. He serves zero purpose. This whole notion that he is some kind of special teams ace is a fallacy. It's something that Ron Rivera created because of his favorite term, position flex. And this is it. something I was thinking about the other day. Uh, Ron likes guys who have this position flex. They can play multiple positions. They may not even actually be good at one position, but just because they can play multiple positions, he likes them. It's a reason why Jimmy Moreland's not here. Jimmy O'Moreland could only play slot corner. He couldn't play safety. He can't play on the outside. That's all he could do is slot, so he's not here. Um, it's a reason why Bobby McCain is here, uh, because he can play so many positions. Uh, corner, safety, he doesn't play any of them particularly well, but, um, you know, uh, that's why he's here. So Troy Apke, unfortunately, the team will probably sign him back here. He'll probably be here for a while, but he serves no purpose. He has zero impact, and he doesn't do anything uh, well, not even special teams, which he's supposed to be good at. So what do you really think, though? Don't beat around the bush, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, no, I mean, well, it, no, there's there are better players out there we can go get. You're talking about a bottom-of-the-roster guy, like, you know, I don't, I don't even see any kind of discussion about it. But the way uh, Rivera likes these types of guys, uh, he'll probably be here. And you're right, Moreland could not play safety or corner, but neither could Troy Apke. Troy Apke is an absolute like, like you look at somebody like Cam Sims that we were talking about, or DeAndre Carter, where they were, you know, they were special teamers, but they can get in and actually make something good happen yeah. when they get a chance. On like Troy Apke, like if he's on the field nobody's nobody's excited except the opposing quarterback because that's where he's going. I mean, yeah. he's just not shown that he can do anything right on defense. That's right. That guy has – For three years, $23 million. <laughs> Right, right. Fully guaranteed. Yeah, that guaranteed. guy, he has Tyreek Hill's speed and just the talent of a rock. I mean, that guy, geez, he's so fast. But you get so little productivity out of his speed. It's unreal. It's unreal. All right, Eric, finish us up. Tim Settle. I really like Tim Settle. I would make an offer to bring Tim Settle back, especially since I think Deron Payne is getting traded this offseason. Um, Tim Settle is – I mean, he could start for probably half the teams in the league. He's he's a very talented defensive player, and I think he's going to get really good offers. So I think if we keep him, we'll probably have to pay him a little bit. Um, but I would bring him back because I think that you need as much talent as you can on that defensive line, and he is a very good, especially rotational player, but he could he could easily be a starter. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely bring Tim Settle back. I just don't think he's going to come back. I think he's going to get a better offer elsewhere. He'll there's get guaranteed nobody, playing time. So, yeah, there's, there's no, no player I've been more disappointed in a lack of opportunities that we've gotten to see him as Tim Settle because, and I understand why, because we have first round picks on the D line, but I don't think we even got to scratch the surface of his talent with us. Um, and maybe that's just, again, you know, hometown favoritism, but I felt like he could really play. And I think he's he really like he was always active. I mean, you, yeah. when he's in the game, he's, he's around the ball, he's making plays. So, I, I mean, I don't think it's Ashburn syndrome with him at all. I think he's a legit talented player. They just kind of fell out of the rotation because of the numbers game. I would love to see him back with the team next year because I really I liked him coming out and I've liked him the whole time he's been here. I just think he's going to get a better job somewhere else with more playing time, which he deserves. He absolutely does. Yeah. 
What's weird with uh, Settle is it's not even like Jonathan Allen or Deron Payne play 90% of the snaps. They're they're averaging like 30 plays, 40 plays. Just and it's like, well, you know, get get a get a better rotation so we can see some more of Tim Settle. Like, I don't know if that falls on Sam Mills or if that's on um Del Rio, but uh yeah, he's gotta be used more. You guys are right. He needs more opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. So we decided what about 46% of the free agents we want to keep of our own guys. Uh, Brian, which of the uh, free agents we talked about, the 15, and there's 23 total, but we talked about 15, yeah. which one free agent, if you could only keep one, would you make sure we held on to? Uh, so I, I would say J.D. McKissick. Um, as much as I love the offensive line and I would like to go with Cordelius Lucas, it was evident when J.D. McKissick went down, our offense came to a dead stop. Like we could not do anything. There were zero explosive plays. I mean, we, we couldn't figure out a way to get the ball to Terry. Um, and, uh, you know, that was our only kind of big play guy. I mean, uh, I know I've said it before, but McKissick, I mean, he can take a check down and turn it into a touchdown, uh, into a big explosive play. Um, so yeah, I would have to go with that guy until like we, you know, find other ways to kind of generate offense. Yeah, we need to bring him back. So he would be the guy I'd say uh, number one. Okay, same question for you, Eric. Well, since you took McKissick, McKissick I'm going to have to go with Troy Appy. <laughs> no, um, yeah, with McKissick off the board, honestly, Joey Sly, reliable kicker. Mm. Uh, if he can continue to be that guy, I think, you know, after, obviously I would pick McKissick first, but if I'm not, if I'm going, you know, different, uh, Sly is probably the most impactful player on that list. That's exactly where I was going to go. I'm indifferent about everybody else. I mean, you know, we've identified guys that I think would be cool if we kept, I don't think we're a significantly worse team if we lost anybody besides McKissick and Sly on the list that we, uh, covered. And I, I'm excluding settle because I don't think we have that choice. Like Eric said, I think he's, He's out of here, and that's just kind of what it is. All right. We covered free agency in terms of our free agents that we're losing. I'm gonna, I got a couple of trivia questions for you guys, and I'm going to take you back to 1997. So this is right in Eric's wheelhouse. 97. 97. Brian, I'm going to start out with you. Uh-oh. Who, who, Uh-oh. Was the head, who was the head coach in 1997 of the Washington Redskins? Um, was that Norv Turner? That was Norv Turner indeed. Good job. <laughs> Eric. You know, I met Norv once. Did you? Where at? Um, so my high school, we were excellent at football. Um, so uh my junior and senior year, uh, we went to the state championship. The state championship was at James Madison University. So back then, uh Madison had a had um AstroTurf. They had a turf field. The only turf um field in the area was Redskins practice facility. So we were able to go to Redskins Park and practice on their turf field for the uh, the state championship game. And North Turner came out and gave us a pep talk and it was the most lukewarm, terrible <laughs> pep talk ever. And we lost the game. So it's probably part of the reason why I don't like Scott Turner because of his dad. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst pep talk ever. Um, and he's very short. He's not a very tall guy at all. He's uh, really. Yeah, he's five eight, five nine. He's not tall. Or he's not a tall guy. You want some trivia? What's that? Yeah. The JMU turf field. I ran a four five five forty on that turf field. Whoa! Yeah, this guy. Whoa! Four five five forty on that field. 
Nice. Almost Troyaki yeah. levels. Almost <laughs> not, not even close Troyaki. I ran a legit four five on that day. Well, it rounded up to four six, but whatever. We'll take it. My, Eric, my thing. Who was the general manager in 1997? Oh, Casserly. Who was the assistant general manager in 1997? Dang it. Okay. Uh, I mean, Brian. That was like the entire decade. <laughs> That's fair. Brian, who was the quarterback's coach? Um, Rubisky? No. Wide receivers. Oh. Eric, do you know? Quarterback coach. Was it Ernie Zampezi? It was not. I stumped him for the first time today. It was Mike oh. Martz. Mike Martz. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, Martz. Martz. Wow. Brian, who was the running backs coach in 1997? <laughs> you mean it's not Randy Jordan? It is not. Um, wasn't Bobby Jordan either? Or Michael? No. Jordan? Yeah, I have no idea. That <laughs> Randy Jordan. I'll go with that. I have no idea. Is it Biner? Nope. No, it was Bobby Jackson. Was a running backs Jackson. coach. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna come back to Brian with this Where one. We get Biner. We had Biner for a couple of years. Was that under Gibbs? That was not a 1997. Know that much. Yeah. Uh, Brian, come back to you. Who was the wide receivers coach? Terry Rubisky. Derek, tight ends coach was who? Uh, was it Wizenhunt? No, the Mike one? Pope. I don't Mike know who that Pope. is. Mike Tice was a tight ends coach for a while, too. Not in 1997. <laughs> he was actually a tight end for the Redskins. He wasn't actually a coach here, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. All right, Brian, offensive line coach. Um, in '97. Yeah. Um, look at him, him looking back like he's going to actually remember. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't yeah, it I Russ have Grimm? no idea. Chris Forrester, I have no idea. Wasn't it Russ Grimm in '97? It was Russ, Russ Grimm. Grimm. Yes, it was. Yeah. All right, Eric. I got a. I got a, a. A nice, easy one for you. Defensive coordinator, 1997. Mike Nolan. Yes. It was. Yeah. Uh, Brian, defensive line coach. Who was it? <laughs> uh, let's see. No, no clue. Jim Eric? Marshall. No, Earl Leggett, whoever that guy is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eric, this is yours as well. Linebackers coach. Linebackers coach. 1997. Somebody I've heard of? You don't know. Uh, somebody you've heard of? No. Okay. <laughs> that narrows it down to approximately everyone. Um, <laughs> linebackers coach in 97. Let's go. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Pepper Johnson. Dale Lindsay. Okay. Dale Lindsay. That's not a real name. That's a real name. <laughs> the whitest name I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, defensive backs coach. I know you're not. Lindsay, you said Red Lobster. Uh, Ken Wright. <laughs> you're making up names. It was Tom Hayes. <laughs> Tom Hayes. <laughs> Eric, our defensive assistant that year was who? I have no idea. Our defensive assistant. It's not even a real job, is it? <laughs> Defensive assistant, uh, Bill Belichick, late Charles, late Charles, Charles McDaniel. McDaniel. 
He was the yeah, he was the worst special teams coach we ever had. He had the Urkel glasses. I remember that guy. He did look him up. He had like the Steve Urkel glasses, the big square. Wait, guy. who was it? LaCharles who? McDaniel. He ended uh, up being the special teams coordinator and was just like it was hard. It was like the, it was like what the, the 49ers had or the Packers had this year. It was so bad. <laughs> All right. So I got a I got a tiebreaker. You guys aren't really tied, but this next yeah, question we'll, takes it off. Give it to Eric. There's no tiebreaker. Next question takes it all. Who was the strength and conditioning coach? Strength and conditioning coach. Yep. Bubba Tire. It's not, it's not right. He was the retired trainer, but strength and conditioning. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> nope. Brian, you gonna hazard a guess? Um John Fossil. Dan Riley. Of course, yeah. we are so familiar with that guy. All right. You know he hangs out with Dale Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. best friend. All right. On our way out, Brian, any last thoughts about free agency? Um, yeah. Uh, I want to see this uh, aggressive uh, stuff that uh, Rivera's been talking about. He's been interviews and articles. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to take a big swing. Well, it we've got a couple more weeks. It's time to show it. Uh, I want to see what this aggressive swing at quarterback is going to look like. Um, and then if you miss, what what's plan B? Yeah. Eric, what do you guys say to people? Underwhelmed in free agency this year. <laughs> be underwhelmed. <laughs> we're getting our own stuff. Um, we're going to end up with uh, Nick Foles or somebody. Oh, man. I mean, it's going to be um, – I just don't see us landing one of the big fish, at least in free agency. Maybe we trade up in the draft and get somebody, but I just – I don't see it. I don't see it coming in free agency as much as I would love to. I'd love to be wrong, but – I just I don't see it. I think we sign a mid tier guy to trade for Kirk Cousins. Oh God. Okay. No. Not gonna let that happen. Not with my commanders. Um, all right. My parting thoughts. Just thank you guys for listening and checking us out on YouTube and the audio platforms. Um, shout out to everybody on social media that rocks with us. Uh Brian, what's your Twitter handle? Twitter handle is Mr. Who with two O's one. Uh, so hit me up there. Mr. Who one. Let me know what's going on. Eric, what's your social media? Oh, your Twitter, I should say. Uh, at E-T-R-O-D four two. Yes. I probably won't check it, but feel free. <laughs> Tag them if you want. Wait, you got to tell everybody about the secret podcast that we did last week about the free agent quarterbacks. Uh, you and uh, Eric uh, talk about all the free agent quarterbacks. Uh, I, I guest appearance for three minutes because of my crappy computer. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So go check out the, uh, the secret podcast that we did. It's only available on the audio platform. Google, Spotify, Apple, wherever you guys get podcasts from. And we set up a GoFundMe for Brian to get to upgrade from his Commodore 64. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week. We might have some special stuff coming out if anything breaks. But until then, people, we will see you or you can hear us later. Thanks for checking us out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe, like, comment, do whatever you got to do to let people know that you rock with us because we rock with you. We are out of here.